Hello, everyone. Christoph Trapp here, Chief Content Officer with Concrete Contractor Magazine and for Construction Pros. Thanks for listening to another episode of our Digging Deeper podcast. I am at the ASCC conference in Chicago and uh, just listened to Wally Adamchik, a fantastic talk on servant leadership. And of course, one of the, the things that everybody has talked to us about and that we hear about more and more is the issue of labor, getting the right kind of workers in. How do you work with them? How do you have different generations working together? So Wally just um, uh, gave us the rundown on how we can be better servant leaders. Well, Wally, thanks for joining us. Dynamite, I appreciate the opportunity to be with you. So talk to us about what are some of the high the high level things that that we have to focus on to bring the right talent in and and more importantly keep the right talent. <laughs> well, obviously the people and the labor thing is is not going away, right? It's an ongoing issue and you know if I had to give you a couple of words it would be don't be a jerk. <laughs> right? Um, it says easy does hard because we have a life. And I get frustrated and people frustrate me and the, you know, the pace of construction is fast and, um, and it creates stress. Um, the goal here from a leadership perspective is to not, not contribute to the stress, but to get rid of the stress. And by the way, I didn't say make things easy. So, and, and I know you talked about that. We got some shuckles in the room when you said that. Uh, why does that come up? Do, I mean, is there a perception that... You know, yeah, you know, particularly with the generational thing, um, uh, you know, we talk about the millennials and the Gen Z's and they're soft and they don't have a work ethic. And and research would tell you that, that some of that is not true at all. Uh, they will absolutely dive in and commit if you give them a reason to. This is leadership then, right? That, um, so, um, you know, we talk servant leadership and we talk words like trust and respect and um, that's, that doesn't mean easy. It doesn't say lower the standard. When we say treat people with respect or get to know them, you know, understand what's going on in their world, that doesn't mean lower the standard. And all too often people hear that, you know, we hear the, this leadership conversation and they hear, we'll make it easier. It's harder than ever to do this thing called construction. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about this this new generation, this is, uh, I mean, stereotyping here, that's leading right. questions as the journalists <laughs> on, on the line, uh, the everybody gets an award yeah. generation, right? Yeah. But talk about that concept a little bit. Well, it's true, right? Uh, scientifically, uh, we know self-esteem helps people form at a higher level, mm -hmm. right? Uh, self-esteem helps people to be more resilient. Um, they, they, they're, they're healthier adults, right? So the science, a number of years ago was, well, if we can increase self-esteem in children, mm -hmm. they will be better adults. So let's give them a trophy. You know, let's give them an award and all that stuff. Uh, here's the problem. They knew it was not true, mm -hmm. and that created um, less self-esteem. You know, when you give somebody an award that they know they don't deserve, it creates doubt in their mind. Now, I'm speaking generationally here, but essentially that's what happened. So in trying to pump up self-esteem, it's like pumping up anything, it becomes tough to sustain, right? It, there's no real foundation underneath that. So to some degree, we have created some fragility, mm -hmm. right? Praise matters, positive reinforcement matters. 
Um, but it has to be real. As a buddy of mine says, soon, certain, and positive, mm-hmm. right? You want to give immediate feedback. You want to have clarity about what it is and when possible, mm-hmm. have it be positive. And I showed some research earlier from Harvard, 5.6 positive to make up for everyone negative. So, you know, it doesn't say you can't have negative feedback, mm-hmm. but you need to try and, and offset that a little bit. So, and, and how difficult does it actually need to be to give positive feedback? So, for example, let's say I go to a site mm-hmm. and I got, I got the crew wearing their, I know it's required, they wear their PPE and everything, you know, I mean, could I, could it be that simple? Thank yes. you for being so safe today. Absolutely, Christoph. I mean, that's, and, and our tendency in the business and industry and life, I guess, is when things are correct, they're correct. When things are wrong, we correct, mm-hmm. right? So we are, we are, and particularly in contracting where, you know, the punch list, mm-hmm. right? We are paid to go find things that are wrong and correct them. So similarly, if I find somebody without their PPE on, I will correct that, right? right? No matter whether I do it nice or not nice. Um, but if I, if I do, if I'm going to do punch list and there's nothing wrong, well, that's how it was supposed to be. If I find people with their PPE on, you know, 100% correctly, well, that's how it's supposed to be. Well, when somebody scores a touchdown, <coughs> do we praise them? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they're supposed to do. When the guy makes the great block on the offensive line, you know, that guard who nobody ever sees. Well, we know when the quarterback gets sacked, he gets called out. Yeah. How often does he get called out when he makes the great block? Well, more often than not in football, we'll go, that was a great block. And the running back will say, that was a great block. Mm -hmm. How come we never do that in construction? So that, I mean, could you just imagine you're on site and the boss goes, thanks everybody for being here, ready to go. Right. Like that is a total mind shift, right? Right. And then let's take the psychology of that, right? So we know that positive reinforcement reinforces, right? So... That made me, quote, feel good, right? The boss said, hey, thanks for being ready to go. And we're like, hey, hey, that's pretty nice. So what am I going to do? I'm going to replicate the behavior. Mm -hmm. Now, I may not get praised for it every single day, and you shouldn't get praised for it every single day, but I replicate the behavior. That's what reinforcement does, right? Catch them doing something right. And then, in fact, they do begin to get that higher self-esteem. Very interesting. I'll have to test that as well. Uh, so keep that top of mind. How do you praise people? How do you find things? Uh, and But there used to be a mentality. I, I have had bosses like this myself. No news is good news, right? So right. you're just assuming. <laughs> right. And, and so many of, your, of our listeners here would, would do that. Well, I know what I'm doing bad, so I must be doing good if I don't get any feedback, right? Yeah. And yeah, I get that cliche and we laugh about it. But we're talking about creating a culture where people want to come to work and we'll use the term servant leadership here and and um we're trying to create that place where people want to come to work and positive reinforcement is a way to do that you know it's that classic catch people doing something right Mm -hmm. um i would assert that 80 percent and 90 percent of their day maybe even more they're doing it right it's not hard to find things to praise yeah so uh, talk about having people wanting to come back to work uh, so they need to feel significant, right? Like they've done something. Talk about that. How do, how do, how do we accomplish that? Well, um, it, the, the term significance is a, is a psychological term, yep. you know, in medical fields or in psychiatric fields. And so, um, are, you know, so there's significance, 
We know the opposite of significance is insignificant. Mm -hmm. Just think about it. Would you rather be made to feel significant or insignificant? Mm -hmm. When I put it in those terms, people go, oh my God, I, I, I want to be made to feel significant. I don't want to, but when I belittle you, when I call you out in front of your peers, when I am overly critical, you know, let's go with traditional old school yeah. management, but, um, that, that, that makes me feel insignificant, right? Like I don't matter. And here's what I'll guarantee with this. As a leader, if you make somebody feel significant, like they matter, they may feel that you matter. Mm -hmm. They may. But if you make them feel insignificant, like they don't matter, I guarantee you won't matter to them, mm -hmm. right? So once again, the things we've talked about, about recognition, understanding what they have going on in their lives, not being a social worker, mm -hmm. but understanding that a, a guy has a new child or even elder care issues mm -hmm. many of us have these days, right? That uh, I would say life happens mm -hmm. and understanding that, you know, sucks to be you, we got work tomorrow, just doesn't cut it anymore. Understand the whole person. And yeah, it really is. And um, I, I talk about that. And, you know, and what happens at work goes home. Mm -hmm. What happens at home comes to work. And whole people yield higher productivity. So if there's something now, you know, if somebody has something happening at home every single day, mm -hmm. separate issue. But we all have life issues, particularly with dual wage earner couples now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not, quote, mom staying home with the kids. Yeah. And I think we need, and that's very counter to the traditional contracting model, right? Of you know, old school, so to speak. So uh, recognizing that, and when possible, making an accommodation for people, recognizing that adults have adult issues. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the, uh, let's call it the image problem or the recruitment problem, right? How do we even acquire? Uh, people and the number I saw the other day was I don't I, I want to say it was 60% of people said they didn't want to they wouldn't even go into construction if they were paid six figures um, and then you know somebody else told me well there, you don't even know how much construction has changed in the last 30 years right um, so how do we how do we get past that well wow <laughs> how much time do we have <laughs> There is an image issue, right? And part of it is there are jobs that exist today that, you know, I can I can sit in my basement and be a web designer, right? So the exposure to the trades, you know, like wood shop, metal shop, things that you took in high school, quote, when I was young, some of those things don't exist anymore, right? So even just the exposure to craft work. Um, uh, I go back to the restaurant industry, though. Um, many years ago, it was in the 80s, I think, Coca-Cola did a, a piece of research, and I've not been able to find it, but I remember it clear. And it was about people in the industry, and it was about management, mm -hmm. supervision. So manager all the way on up to president. And, and, at, and, and this is the quote I'll give you. At one point, 70% of managers at one point classified themselves as passing through. In other words, I'm just going to be a waiter, I'm going to be a shift worker, whatever the heck it is. There's no way I'm going to do this as a career. 70% of people in management at one time classified themselves as mm. passing through, which says once we get them, we can keep them, right? So let's face it, construction, food service, not mm -hmm. glamorous, right? So I think we win the battle one person at a time. Uh, certainly the industry initiatives, workforce development initiatives, 
but I also think we need to look at non-traditional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we need to do a better job with the military. Uh, there's a there's a, a program that the military has, the Army and the Air Force are really big at it, called the Career Skills Program, mm-hmm. where um, people can come intern for you, intern for you, while they're still in the military's dime. So if you're anywhere near a military base, I'd be looking into that. There's some rules with that, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, non-traditional because traditional is not getting it done, uh, which then requires a different kind of leadership, right? Because I may have a woman, I may have uh, again somebody non-traditional. Uh, I assert though that the and the listeners here agree it's a great industry. Um, you can have incredible success and satisfaction every single day, right? Because you see what you build. And that once we get people in the door, uh, we keep them. How do we get them in the door? Referral programs. Single best way to find new employees. Get your current employees yeah. to help you find new ones. Yeah. And of course, also, you know, here's uh, my invitation to everyone. Uh, share your stories, right? Like, uh, uh, how do you bring people in? What's the success story? Uh, I remember, you, you know, other industries we, we, we shared, here's what somebody has done that was really good. Uh, so feel free to uh, send an email, ctrapp, C-T-R-A-P-P-E, at acbusinessmedia.com, and uh, hopefully we can chat about it. Yeah, so let's, we got to share the successes, right? Because they're out there at the micro level, mm-hmm. you know, um, but... Uh, you know what somebody to Newport News we can do in in Detroit you know yeah. that kind of thing right good where can people find you a website Twitter whatever you use uh, you know I, I, my, my uh, Wally Adam chick and it's a d a m c h i k wallyadamchick.com is the website um, and uh, constructionleadership.com also mm-hmm. uh, is is can will take you to me and uh, yeah th- then that you get the Twitter and the Facebook and the LinkedIn it's all and all that there. stuff it's you know it's I'm a 21st century <laughs> business I, I gotta be there not that all of our clients are there but they're getting there eventually that you know that's another thing though right you're trying to reach people where they are yeah um, so share your stories on all those channels well too, and right? that's why you know for construction pros and some of the I'm, yeah. I'm a regular reader of those publications because mm-hmm. that's where our folks are and I think there's great value going out so I'm excited to be part of this one fantastic Wally thanks for joining us thanks everyone for listening uh, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or other channels, uh, check out forconstructionpros.com for much more on these topics. Until next time.